Hello and welcome to the Carpetrage Podcast, episode 301, Unnecessary Butt Plug. Yep. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Welcome back. Hi, that's me. Oh, I'm enjoying the 60 plus degree weather while we have it because it's the one glimpse and taste of fall we're probably going to get before we collapse into sub-zero. Yep. Nope. Uh, climate change means fall is a week long. Correct. It is summer and then you, all of the leaves fall off over the course of a week mm-hmm. and then it snows. Yep. And we don't you, get a spring anymore either, so that's... Nope, uh, yep. nope. And then you have winter, and then it's 100, and then you don't have any time to rake up the leaves or mulch them or anything. Correct. They're yep. just frozen onto the Yep. Snow. Yeah, it is what it is. Mm. Uh, happy birthday. Thank uh, you. Happy wedding to Jana and I. Indeed. We did that uh, last, last week. Last weekend, yep. yep. Uh, I can uh, tell you for a fact, the R31 is the best generation of Scotland. All right. Because uh, that was our getaway car, was right. R31 GTSR. Yes. And this is the thing is, I've driven Hips Grandpa Spec Super Ultra Base Model R31 mm-hmm. and, and Robbie's and Robbie's like E30 M3 equivalent, like e- R31. And I say E30 M3 equivalent because that feels like it feels just like E30 M3, but a little bit faster. Which doesn't take much. E30 well, M3s are yeah, so but slow. well, I mean, like you know how the E30 M3 is like it's slow, but it's like balanced for the era. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how R31 is. It's like an E30 M3, but like a little bit more power. That sounds pretty good. And it's actually a perfect car. Like, it is it absolutely a meet your heroes kind of car? And yeah, the R31 is like you know how the E30 like doesn't matter which one you get, they're all good. <clears throat> like even if you get like an 84 318 auto. Yeah, even if you get that. Which is pretty close to what Hip's car is. Oh, it's pretty bad, but you, you can still tell what you're driving. But it's like it's still really good, yeah. and it's like even Hip's Ultra Base model. It, it's lovable in the same way that like a B body Capri- like uh, Caprice is lovable. It's just smaller. It's like a livable B body. Does it have wood grain on the exterior? No, but it doesn't okay. have sway bars. Well, that's okay. So it's, it's like and a, it's got very 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 squishy suspension. Perfect. So it's yep. comfy. It's very comfy and it has doilies. Uh, which I like a lot. Yeah, that's so VIP. Yeah. So, mm. R31, uh, if you ever have a chance to drive one, do so. They are all good. There's not a bad one. Will do. I like the fact that like nobody talks about them either. That's honestly my favorite part. I, the I like them a lot more than the R32 because the while the R32 GTR is genuinely one of the best driving cars that you can get, mm-hmm. um, the base model blows ass. Like, you get uh, the four-cylinder, like, automatic, uh, like, rear-wheel drive one. I think it's a four-cylinder. Whatever the worst one is actually sucks. So, I wouldn't I wouldn't write home about that one. But the but, R31, you can't go wrong with. Like, I guess it's it, it's kind of like, like an E36, I guess, R32s maybe? are like the E36, yeah. Because you get, like, a Euro, like, Evo M3. That's yeah, a, and GTR. that's great. And then like, and then you've got the four-cylinder sedan, three sixteen carbureted, and it's like, what are you doing? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, is that one at least fun to drive? I don't know. We didn't get them here. And maybe it's like one of those things where it's like the R thirty one base model, where it's like it's at that point it's so far down the totem pole, it's just a different kind of car. I mean, it's, it's a completely, completely different vehicle. Yeah, I think it'd be. It's probably fun because the momentum cars are inherently pretty fun. But I'm really trying to think of a car that's like equivalent, where it's like it, the base models. 
it's like a like a modern Mustang. You know, you get EcoBoost Mustang. It's yeah. terrible, at least comparatively. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like that's the thing. Is like it's not even redeemingly good. Right. Like the the EcoBoost Mustang is like cool. You just don't want the V8. Like, and then they have the V6, and then the V8, and the only ones who really want it are the V8s. The relationship between the V6 Mustang and the EcoBoost Mustang is so confusing. And it's really funny, because everybody hates the, the V6. Because, like, the EcoBoost four-cylinder people are like, at least I don't have a V6. And the V6 people are like, at least I don't have a four-cylinder. But then, like, the V8 guys are like, at least I don't have a V6. <sighs> the V6 has got that, like, rental you know, car ethos, yeah. but the four-cylinder sounds like garbage. The, the, uh... The R32 is closer to that, like dynamic, than okay. it is to like a, a, like a BMW dynamic, <laughs> where they're all good in their own ways. Like even if you have a 325iX, like a 325iX in a bubble with nothing else around it is still a very good vehicle. If that was the only, if, yeah. if all E30s were all-wheel drive, yeah, that'd be a great car. It would, you'd be a great car, yeah. but the, just the the comparison mm-hmm. that we do have something better to reference, yeah. But I hear you. All right. Before we dig into your first topic, let me quick touch on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. On this super handcrafted custom Patreon page, you'll find three open-ended levels of support starting at just 99 cents a month. That's for people like you, the listeners, to support people like us, hosting costs, beer, things like that. Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. And on the topic of beer, I've got a hammy, ham sandwich, ham. i got my Pepsi. Very fine. That's my lunch. Well, I had my quesadilla. I went to so Super fun. Saturday this morning. All I had was coffee. So I oh, you. I should have gone to that. I woke up early, but I decided not to. That's right. Because I forgot it happened. I Yeah, I didn't remember until yesterday. Yeah. it's There's uh, Cars and Coffee tomorrow morning, though. They're, they're actually doing one St. tomorrow? Paul, I, I'm pretty sure, because Carmunity shared it yesterday, oh. which is why I saw it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. Know. I thought last week or last time was the last one. But I think the forecast was better than they anticipated. So okay, yeah. cool. I well, I'll let people happening. know that. Yes, um, anyway, I will sorry. head out to that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, oh, so funny thing. Uh, after I drove the R thirty one, the next vehicle I was in was Johnny's Mirage. Mirage, hell yes! Wow, what a juxtaposition <laughs> of Japanese vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> this is different <laughs> it is different in every way <laughs> that's like getting out of the mercy lago into the rolls and then into the model s is like this is strange no it'd be like getting like out of the mercy lago into the rolls and then into a fit oh it's yeah. <laughs> like wait what? well i've done everything just now so. okay <laughs> all yeah. right all right um so toyota before you scroll down any further well, you do they not haven't need seen to play that you do not need to play that Toyota had a press release right. about some new battery tech thing they're doing with itamitsu okay uh they have a new um like a new substrate for the battery. And if you scroll down, you'll see how the, the um, there's solid electrolytes. <coughs> um, mm, so, uh, <laughs> hmm. What is their solid electrolyte? The solid electrolyte looks like something that is sold at a truck stop. Uh, sounds like you go to the smitten kitten and buy it. Yeah. Um, if there's like some high heels and some legs on a billboard, this is where you would find a solid electrolyte for sale. It, it, it's, it, it's, looks like a, you know, it's round. You could push things in with it. Yeah. It kind of is Christmas tree shaped with like a base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. like a, yeah. If you were to over smooth filter a Christmas tree with a base, yeah. it would look a lot mm-hmm. like the solid electrolytes. If you put a Christmas tree model into blender and you subdivide it like five times. <laughs> You get that. Um, so, so what would this shape like most 
Mouse like. Could it be possibly a, a a butt plug? I believe it does look a tremendous amount like a butt plug. That is a butt plug. Yep. Why does Toyota make a butt plug for the battery? Um, this is how they demonstrated it. But, um, you know, the more I've thought about this, because this last two years ago, I can't stop thinking about it. It's just, <laughs> it, it's, Sorry. it is like permanently taking up space in my mind. It's living rent free. No, no, it definitely owes me money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but at first I was like, why do they do that? What's wrong with Toyota? This is so silly. Like they didn't need to do this. Like this is clearly some sort of corporate error. And the more I thought about this, this is a story nobody would give a shit about. Yep. No, nobody cares that they have a new solid electrolyte for their battery. But you know what? Everybody's talking about this now. Is this what Japanese test tubes look like? This is uh, the Japanese equivalent of quote-unquote going viral. Ah. Yeah. That's brilliant. That is actually incredibly brilliant marketing. Do, do we know how the, the scale dimensions of this solid <laughs> electrolyte? <clears throat> um, the container or the yes. electrolyte itself? No, not the actual. I don't care about the powder within, which is the thing the story's about. I imagine it's probably about three or four inches long hmm. and probably has a maximum width of about, oh, it's probably about uh, four or five inches long. It looks like it's got a maximum width of about two or three inches. Hmm. And that base at the bottom is also about two or three inches, and it looks like it necks down to about an inch. Do you know if that electrolyte is non-toxic? I will go ahead and tell you that it will probably kill you. It's okay. a forbidden butt plug. They should plug. really not have put this, this in is a, a device th- this, this shape. This is a forbidden butt plug, because mm. that will likely kill you. We should just leave imagine, this on the TV the whole episode yep. so this turns into our thumbnail. I imagine mm-hmm. this is probably extremely corrosive. <laughs> It's kind of like putting battery acid on your... This is, it is strange how the, the thing that is in the battery pack, which like pulls and pushes electrons from dissimilar metals, uh, might be uh, fatal. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think there might... But it is solid, so that's good. Yep, that is solid. There's, yep, that's solid. Hmm. Uh, do we know anything more about the... I've not looked um, past this photo. <laughs> I could tell you absolutely nothing about the actual story. <laughs> But I'm, I don't think there's anything to say. Wow, this is... They have a new battery tech thing. If this channel were monetized, we would be demonetized by now. And Twitch wouldn't even let me put the episode title in. Yes, no, you, we had to give him Twitch a secret name. He can, uh, battery Stuffin'. Yep, that was mm. the name. Battery Stuffin'. This is a weird Thanksgiving. Yep, so uh, anyway, mm. uh, I'll tell you what the story actually is. Uh, Itamitsu and Toyota announced the beginning of cooperation towards mass production of all solid state batteries for battery electric vehicles. Okay, which is cool. Yeah, so having a fully solid state battery is actually really rad. Um, <laughs> that is, that's immense. Uh, so many battery companies have been working on nothing but that for the last like, yep, 20 years. Yep, and Toyota announces it with this. Which is they are trolls. Perfect. This that, came out of Gazoo Racing. I just know it. Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is what happens when you have a young man running your company now. There was probably an impossible deadline, and they got it done. But in order to present it to the higher ups, <laughs> they custom made an enclosure just to say "f you." I they probably went down to the street to the shop <laughs> and bought an, uh, an enclosure at a shop. <laughs> Do you have something that can fit roughly five hundred uh, grams of uh, of powder? Yeah. <laughs> uh... There's uh, the the actual like cylinder and. Um, 
container <laughs> store is at the next train stop, but you don't have time to get there, so you go to the sex shop across the street <laughs> from where your R&D facility is. This is perfect. This was deadline-driven. Yeah. Pretty conclusively. I, I absolutely believe that. Um, so, yeah, details of the collaboration are, so they're developing a sulfide-solid <laughs> electrolyte um, in preparation to a large pilot facility. Phase two is to be the mass production uh, using the large pilot facility. And then phase three will be future full-scale mass production uh, based off of the um, results of phase two. Um, they are hoping to do a market launch 2027, 2028 okay. uh, for the solid state batteries, which is pretty cool. Um, it's actually cool that Toyota's, they've been very uh, close to the chest about, or, you know, quiet about all their EV stuff because everything you've heard from Toyota lately has been doing, you know, just hydrogen stuff, which is cool. Right. I mean, this is the company for the last several years, up until very recently. It's yeah. like, we're not doing EVs. Like, yeah. But now they are, and they have to do well, this they, behind the Yeah. Scenes. And well, I think. I think they've been doing this. Mm-hmm. I think that Toyota... But the thing is... 100%. Toyota didn't tell anybody about the Prius before they dropped the Prius. Right. And Toyota didn't really tell anybody about this until they dropped it. Your only hint at this is when they had that EV swap to uh, AE86 test car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that they tested it against the hydrogen car. Um, so... Yeah, Toyota's a bunch of trolls. Yeah, and so this is how they drop it. It's actually, yeah. Oh, and also, yep, is Koji Sato. So this is also, I believe, Koji Sato's first press release as ah, well mm. since taking over from Akio Toyo- or Akio Toyota. Well, this is setting the uh, the tone pretty well for me. Yeah, no, Koji Sato is my new favorite. This guy is great. Like it's way better than Mary Barr. Yeah, no, he's actually doing great things. Um, they also uh, have the entire presentation that Koji Sato uh, gave about the this tech, but this will be cool in the future. So yeah, yeah. Solid also, butt plug. Cool. Yep. I would love to know more about the the chemistry behind this, but I'm sure they won't divulge that just yet until it's you know patented and things like that. So yeah, no, yeah, I keep a tight plug on it. God damn it. <sighs> Well, I can't segue the plug, but I can keep talking about batteries. Well, you got the plug on campers here from the look of I it. I do have the plug on campers here. So I this story made me think of the 1960s like deck boat trend and how these super-duper heavy inboard-out drive boats and these cars with really bad, mostly drum brakes mm-hmm. getting, you know, essentially the duty of pulling these things around, yeah. that necessitated a new technology before things like electronic brake controllers and electrohydraulic trailer brakes came out. Mm-hmm. So they developed something called surge brakes, which effectively just puts a floating tongue on the trailer and it puts a brake master cylinder inside. So when you hit the brakes, the master cylinder compresses and it applies the brakes on the trailer. That's and fucking brilliant. It's genius. Surge brakes are hilariously the genius. But now electrification is taking a page out of the 1960s technology and they're putting essentially a load cell in the tongue of the trailer. They're putting a battery pack and a motor inside of it. And that thing has its own powertrain. So it not only can it regen to like help oh, with trailer really sway, cool. it won't reduce your fuel economy or otherwise range on your vehicle. I also think it'd be absolutely hilarious to get the wet and your, t- your trailer just drives off. <laughs> oh yeah because you know this little tongue jack thing that's actually got an actuator in it and it can steer yeah and totally. even if it can't if it's dual motor you could just tank steer right so 
I'm I, sure. Well, I mean, even if you just make like a couple, of, like a couple of trailer lengths, that'd be pretty funny. Watch. It wouldn't take much to drive that thing. <laughs> so around. My terrified, like old, just losing her head, <laughs> just going crazy. Future lemons racer, right yeah. there. That's gonna be. There's gonna be an E30 underneath one of those in no time. But this is. It's actually really cool. Really cool. I love that. I mean, there's some limitation with being able to, like, trailer, you know, plug in your trailer and your EV if you're pulling it with an EV. But, like, if you're using this with a combustion fuel vehicle, it's genius. And the battery pack doubles as, like, the the cooker energy and all that other stuff. So, I mean, you can actually use it. I like that they called it um, the Pebble. The Pebble. Because there's a uh, camper based off the transit in Europe called a Nugget. Yes. And you can get a Nugget with a Pebble. I would love to pull a pebble with a nugget. Yeah, that'd be very good. Uh, anyway, I want to talk about Honda uh, technology because they're actually trial testing battery technology. Wow, we are three for three for EV things. Whoops. <laughs> that is okay. Um, Honda is uh, testing removable batteries for electric uh, delivery vans. Good. This is just like the motorcycle thing. I was literally going to say, Honda is now testing tech that's been in use in African motorcycle taxis since like 2021. Uh-huh. And it's working great. <laughs> it's been working great. Like, Fantastically. Wh- what is there to test? Uh, it works. Do it. Yeah, just do the thing. I would love to know how much the, the actual unit weighs here and how much energy is within it. But like, even if there's 10 of those in a vehicle, that's really not that bad. Yeah, well, I mean, like you could also... It's the logo. It's so cute. Mm. Oh my god! It does have a cat on it, which is good. Oh, there was somebody at Supercar Saturday with one of those clear cat backpacks, and it had a little void, and it. it was so cute. Oh, very good. That ca- looks like a play on the SCV Marchal logo, but if you look at the cat, it's carrying another cat. That's so cute. It's very, very. The adorable. big kitty car is carrying a little kitty battery. Yes, it is. I like that a lot. Oh, it's called a Meve. 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 So it's an electric version of an in-van commercial vehicle, which is cool. Cool. So, um. I'm thinking probably the easiest way that they could do this, instead of having all these individual things, mm-hmm. you just have a big briefcase thing that you just pop out. That'd be much easier. I just don't know what it would weigh. Because, I mean, batteries are... thats The biggest thing they're doing right now is getting smaller, lighter, and yeah. more energy dense. So, I mean, if it's not viable now, it will be at some point. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, all right, let's say it's at a, it's for a delivery vehicle, right? It's, yes. at, it's at the loading facility. You I'm could looking for the kilowatt hour capacity, but, but I don't before think. you, well, I imagine it's going to be variable because they're, you know, making changes to it. Actually. Yeah, but I mean that's cool. You'll be able to upgrade the battery tech as you go. Could it, it would be pretty? I, I can't imagine it'd be very hard to just get like a, some sort of light picker, like crane sort of thing, and just have it be like a magnet, just pulls it up. Well, yeah, but is that something that every service station could incorporate cheaply? Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if you had that option to do it faster with a piece of machinery, but still have the option, like if you're stranded or something, yeah, to be to able to pull them out individually. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like if you could put like have the little guys, but inside the all the little guys would be in a larger like briefcase. Yeah, that'd be cool. And since these are for commercial vans, uh, the commercial facility will have it. But, True. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. if you could just like undo four clips, grab the little picker thing, pick it up, and be like a hundred pound guy. Well, especially with the advent of like pretty good cheap uh photogrammetry like mm-hmm. you could have a robot that just does that for you yeah very exactly easily. yeah because it's gonna know exactly where this is <laughs> well i'm just saying like it, it sounds ridiculous to have like a picker for like because it's not it, you don't need a whole engine crane right. you need like a fairly light you know mm-hmm. crane yeah we're talking maybe a couple hundred pounds versus a say, thousand say, so. yeah, even if you keep it like down to 100 pounds each battery pack weighs you know 20 pounds pop and then uh, you have like a twenty pound container that holds them all, uh, so that'd be a full one hundred right there. So you could just have uh, in have a little magnetic 
you know, you just undo four clips, magnetic picker crane thing comes down, picks it up, lifts it out, you pop a new one in, and then being 100 pounds, you can still position it perfectly. Right. And then you just, the clips, you can pop the clips in, and then you're off you go. I mean, I can imagine them making all those interlocks pretty chunky, too, so yeah. there would be some room for error. Exactly. I think, like, if you could, any reasonable designer could design it, so it'll just slide like, into place. If they had, like, four centering posts or something like that, I mean, it would it would fit pretty well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think it would be, be a good way to do it. Or even if you had, like, like you drop back the rear bumper, I think oh, you yeah. just have it all slide out like a pizza, sort of like uh, shape sort of thing. Shoot, what car? There were French cars, I think. They used to have the spare tire, like, in... Yes. In a little... That was... A 205? Or? No. What was that? That was... Um, yeah, just Panhard. Panhard. Yeah. Interesting. I think yeah. I've seen that on a couple other cars, too, but, like, that's a great idea. Like, yeah. having a separate compartment for crap like that, and especially when it's easily accessible and, and a reasonable right load height. Yeah. yeah. Like, that'd be perfect, and especially if it's something like a battery where you can just, like easily grab and then that way you could just get basically a modified like kind of like forklift sort of thing yeah and then, yeah, yeah you table. just yeah like a, li- a lift table slides and clamps onto the sides pulls it right out yeah and then you could just have you know a couple like handles that like basically battery cutoffs which things are like old parking brake handles you mm-hmm. pull them out twist them sideways push them back in it could do both that would be the Why locks not? yeah well i mean that it would also be a lock as well and yeah, you could just slide it in and out, and that'd be way easier. And then people can just do it at the gas station. And Sliding you, in and out, doing it, yeah, centering Butt plugs, plugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be an episode of Any Windows. <laughs> I'm about it. It's whatever. Three hundred one, the Any Window episode. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I just looked at the next door, and it's also electric related. This is ridiculous. So let's talk about some more EV stuff. <laughs> Electrification? Why not? So I have to keep on this until it's finally a standard because. I still have zero clarity about the NACS connector and whether or not it's actually an open standard yet. But in the meantime, other companies that don't seem to care, BMW Group and Lexus, two companies that are making a shit pile of EVs, which in turn will be Toyota. Yeah. Because obviously the Toyota and the Lexus vehicles are going to use the same charge port. That's just how it goes. But man, I I really wish there were some clarity. I mean, ChargePoint, the company, in fact, this article is even about ChargePoint, but their level two and their DC fast chargers now, as they're being repaired and updated, they're getting an NACS connector. Okay. So, I mean, great, but is that being licensed or is it an open standard? Can you just, like, make one? Well, yeah. I don't don't know. Well, that's the thing, is, like, you don't know. There are third parties that make them, but are they paying royalties? Because currently the NACS connector is patented and owned by Tesla. So are they being licensed, or is it a free open standard? If it's being licensed, I still have a big problem with this. Yeah, no, if that's licensed, that's a cursed absolute And I still think it is problem. for now. This needs to be an open standard. Because Tesla's said that they're going to do it next year, but I need to keep pressing on this. Man, you know what this smells a lot like? Shit. HD DVD. Oh, yeah. Because HD DVD came out before Blu-ray. It sure did. But it was a licensed standard. And as soon as there was a publicly available thing that was that didn't require you to give your actual like royalties yeah. to the to whoever owned it was that Toshiba Toshiba was, yeah. yeah and they partnered with several studios yeah. obviously but but like as soon as there's an option that's not an NACS connector that makes sense like you could easily have one and have some like like magically some random. Like Malaysian company just makes an NACS to mm-hmm. new standard connector, and then your new standard connector will take over, and then NACS will be kind of like by the wayside. Correct. 
So, I mean, yeah, yes, exactly. That's, that's a, I've not looked at it that way, but that's a very good and fair point. Yeah, like that's that, that was the first thing I thought I thought of when I saw it. Like, because then you're going to run to this whole issue where cool now you have this entire era of cars where everybody had NACS connectors and just in North America too, and just for North America, but it's it's licensed and now there's a new standard oh that's God. not licensed. Yeah, uh, you know what? I usually am not a fan of regulations and like the government coming in saying you have to do this. Correct. Uh, I think it's about damn time that the DOT mandates a standard oh, because this is the thing. Fuel stations are regulated. Why the hell shouldn't this? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like you, you mandate five mile an hour crash bumpers. You mandated nipples on headlights for the entire 20th century. Like even though they weren't used after the sixties, like <laughs> we've figured out a way to engineer around that. <clears throat> Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, there's so many stupid rules that they have, mm-hmm. uh, like minimum headlight height and stuff like that. That's why we couldn't have, like, xenon headlights for a long time. That's why we, I still think we can't have laser headlights. I'm pretty sure that's still against DOT. Uh, there's, uh, that's also why, if you look at the Lancia Scorpion in America, it had pop-up headlights. Very fine. Because they had to raise the headlight height. A- oh, my God inch yeah like one it had to raise the <laughs> entire headlight height one inch so you would pop up headlights or the u.s market but they were still there oh my god and they just gave it a physically larger headlight and they just angled up like that they just like twisted up like 45 degrees and made for, balance, like, 30, yeah. 30 degrees yes. yeah at the you know and also the first generation crx had that uh, too for the very first year because of that same rule? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder how many other cars were like that. I bet there were a few. That, there's a lot of cars. I, I, that's why we had flip-up headlights. I, that's like why it was a thing. was because like, you could lower the overall front end, give it the wedge shape front yeah. end, while still having your minimum headlight height. Wow. That's such a horrible reason to have something so awesome. Yeah. No, they're very cool, but <sighs> cursed reasoning. Wow. Uh, but no, th- this is a time in which I think the DOT should step in. But, you know, our government can't figure out how to do literally anything correct so i doubt that will ever happen oh my god talk about how many regulations are just parked in bills getting sidestepped because there's additional legislation being shoved in there i well, hate it so much it, yeah that and it's like nobody wants to compromise with, with each other like, it seems like it's getting worse too but i don't know if it oh, actually it's is so cursed uh, like i've been following this uh speaker this house speaker thing in oh yeah washington yep. and it's just like i kind of have two because it's crypto related now but yeah but like well so i've been following it just because like I, I don't know i just listen to the news passively while i'm at work and i just like i like watching dumpster fires <laughs> most certainly is a dumpster fire. this one is rolling down the hill very much on fire um and so, basically, the TLDR is um, Jim Jordan ran for House Speaker position, got just shy of enough votes to win. He's, like, five short. Then he ran a second time, and he was, like, ten short. So he had pe- he peeled off vo- voters that previously voted for him. And then he ran a third time, and it got even fewer votes, so he just gave up. And his whole thing was, we're not going to compromise. We're going to be Republicans. And like the Democrats are like, we'll vote for anybody that's willing to compromise. That will work with us. Well, what was wrong with McHenry? Um, he was the same thing where he like he didn't want to compromise oh. on things. And, I figured and then, he'd be better than uh, what's our representative from Minnesota? Oh, Tom Emmer. Emmer. Oh, yeah, fucking Tom Emmer. I know. 
Yeah, he's a slug. He he's a terrible spine. human. I just hate that he's so aligned with me on crypto. I'm not well, voting for yeah, crypto. No, but he's I vote all, for he's human a, rights. Yeah, no, he's he's a terrible human he's being. A terrible he, and he person. also has no spine. He's like Paul Ryan, where he just oh like he'll bend to like the slightest amount of pressure. He yeah. But yes, correct. Yeah, like <laughs> anyway. Sorry, this kept no. It, but it's just like it, the this is one of those things where it does require some amount of flexibility within our officials and they're not willing to do that. Correct. And it goes on both ends of, of the aisle too. Cause like the Democrats also have oh several God, people dude. that are just refusing to work with the other Looking side. And you Maxime. Yeah. And yeah. And so like, there's like, I understand like human rights, like that being like a zero sum game. Like, no, you are, or you aren't for human rights. Like I get it. Like it's not I a gray would, area. Yeah. There's no gray area, but like, if your thing is like the Green New Deal where you're like, hey, maybe we should, you know, let somebody make a coal like power plant like in the <laughs> middle of fucking nowhere where it doesn't matter for anyone. Also, it's still heavily and, regulated. Yeah, so, yeah. And but in return, we get everything we want with it, like EVs mm-hmm. and like a standard for the for for chargers. Like, yep. yeah, that would make sense. And like it you don't even need legislation, honestly. I'm pretty sure that the uh DOT could just like do that they probably could because they did yeah, that it doesn't with, need to be like a federal law yeah they did that with highways and then the government <laughs> had to turn that around like like the government actually like mandated that they're like no you actually need to roll back this 55 mile an hour rule um which is hilarious when everyone hates it it doesn't last long yeah but like, that's the thing it's like they have the ability and like they can always just beg forgiveness correct Beg for permi- for That's true. permission. It's like, legal for a price. They just end up paying the fine anyway. Yeah. So just just do it. Oh like yeah. So it's it's just it's just <sighs> it's stupid. So that's really silly. Well, you know what? I'm gonna break up this uh, train of EV news. Okay. And we're gonna talk about Porsche for a second because me bringing up a Porsche thing is really weird, isn't it? It is. And this that's is a beautiful piece a, of shit. Uh, aftermarket cylinder head that you can add to your air cooled 911. That would add, that turn it into a twenty-four valve engine instead of a twelve valve, and it would rev, it let it rev to twelve thousand RPM bottom end. Right now, what's standing with a modified bottom end? Uh, you could rev it to twelve thousand RPM. Well, that's kind of cool. That's extremely rad. I did know just from watching like some Chris Harris clips that there are now companies that mass produce 24 valve engines yes for you know really specific like singers and stuff like yeah. that but i didn't know that they existed outside of their bespoke cars so this is yes really so now, cool. now you can get a cylinder head for that and i just think that's about the coolest thing in the world uh so it's from swindon yeah, it powertrain really it's from swindon powertrain uh which is uh like a british company yeah, yeah it's, the, it's a british UK. company uh it's made of aluminum uh and with CNC machined heads and cam crests. Uh, and they were the, co- this is the company that made the engines for like the last three BTCC championship winners. Yeah. Which is pretty rad. Um, apparently the engine was less than the original 993. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, cylinder head i well, guess we have cad now and we can yeah. we can yeah, we can just like tell what parts of it are yeah, not necessary exactly and then not make them the price is Ooh, uh thirty six thousand three hundred dollars which it is, comes with a 12 month warranty yes which <laughs> oh is an God. insane <clears throat> price however if you have a 993 you have money mm-hmm. and if you have a 993 and it's blown up 
you're you're already spending a whole lot of money to rebuild the engine. Thirty six thousand dollars is kind yeah, of a drop in the correct. bucket. Also, rebuilding air cooled engines is really expensive. The OS Geiken uh, twin cam uh, twenty four valve cylinder heads for uh, the L series like engines for Datsuns. Oh, you're first not, time hearing about that. You've never heard of that? No, that's really good. I know yeah, OS Geiken is a company. Be- it was but... a bevel driven. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, stop! I can only get so erect. Um, yeah, the, those they made a handful of them, oh and. They did sell a few, but they're since they've been discontinued. God, that's like the modern Arden. Yeah, but that's the thing is, like, the L, L24s, L28s, they make power, and now you can really make power with them. And they cost about as much as an entire, like, Datsun did when they were actually being made in, like, the like 2010s. Yeah, but you can add a, a, four, a full 911 onto a 911 with options. Yeah, but that's the thing is... Those OS Geiken cylinder heads are now like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars to get when they were like ten when they were new. So it'll appreciate in value. They should just duplicate those. Patents don't last that long. One second. Well, I mean, it, this is from two, the two thousand tens. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, also still under patent. Also then. hilarious that they made that for like a like a thirty forty year old engine. Forty year old engine. Yeah. <laughs> they got sick of everyone throwing an SR and RB into their two forties. Sorry, two forty Zs. Yeah, exactly. And so let's see here. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's called the OS Geiken TC twenty four. If you wanna, contr- if you wanna control T, look at it. What was it? TC twenty four. Yeah, OS Geiken TC twenty four. Wow. Oh, that's a t shirt. Yep. Go back. Ah, oh, gosh. You gotta actually look at your things before you click on them. Uh, yeah, right there. That'll work. It re- lets the engine oh. rev to ten thousand RPM. It is bevel driven. Those are the headers that it comes with too. Look at that timing set. Oh, my God. It's very good. It is a full gear drive timing set. Mm-hmm. That must sound tremendous. Yeah. They, I, uh, they sound great. I like that. Mm-hmm. I knew the L-Series engines were good, but uh, wow, that's beautiful. Yep. I think if you scroll down, you'll, you might see some more photos. Oh, of it. boy. Yeah, you can see that the custom OS Geiken, uh cam caps. Yeah, the bearing ledges. Oh, my yep. God. Then you have custom camshafts oh, as well. I'm having a crisis. Yeah, that that might be the single. Good lord, that might be the single. Coolest All right, audio listeners, you're gonna have to watch the video for yeah. this episode. This is sexy. Or you can just Google it. I guess if you're at work, yeah, well, fine. Uh, but oh yeah, no, God. that's super rad. Wow, that's I can't believe you didn't beautiful. hear about that. No. Yeah, I'm a little surprised too because I know people that vintage race L L series vehicles, but oh, actually with vintage you're probably not allowed to do this. Yeah. Wow. But... Oh, triple Webers too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm having a crisis. This is okay. Triple Makuni Webers, which are the Japanese Weber, mm. but even better. Yeah, that is. Uh, it reminds me of the OS Gaiken, but just for Porsches, which is like fine. I, I like the thing is, I still hate Porsches as a rule. And it's because of the well, people. Especially the 911, but you could potentially put these on like a 912-6, I would assume. Um, I guess you could. I think so. The, or, I, I mean, I, the, the thing is, like, I'm fine with 911s. Like, I, I like the cars themselves. I actually like some of them. Uh, I'm yeah, very, very, yeah. very picky. Me too. It's just what they bring out of people. Oh, my God. Yeah. They make people the worst. Like, you can be an otherwise normal person. You get a Porsche. And then, like, 
it like it's like the the one ring from Lord of the Rings. It just turns you <laughs> yeah. into a monster. That is perfect. Like, that is a hundred percent accurate. You literally turn black and white, and you become a dick. Yeah, like, it's just awful. Like, <laughs> can you it, imagine me with a nine eleven? Oh, it would be bad. Yeah, and well, I I actually came to admit that I did have a nine eleven that I wanted. Which is which one? Uh, I want a very early um, long hood nine eleven. Mm-hmm. With the uh, in like beige. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that's. Do you one. want the pre-selection gearbox too, just no. for giggles? Ooh, that'd be hilarious. No, I want an actual manual. Okay, on good. That. Um, but I would also want it with the ho- the houndstooth interior. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Of course. So it'd have to be beige with houndstooth. Oh yeah. Uh, it'd have to be yeah early one. If I get an I don't want it even be better. Um, uh, but yeah, the earliest possible nine eleven. That's the one I like. I the no wider fenders. I want the like totally the narrowest, narrowest possible the body. Narrowest possible body. Yeah, that they had. So, <laughs> the ones that even Singer won't touch because they're too narrow. <laughs> yeah, I want one of those. Uh, I would like a nine six four RS America. Yeah, that that makes sense for you. Well, that's not a nine eleven. Oh, that is a nine. That is yeah. a nine eleven. Right. But the, right. the the reason why I love that car, it was the cheapest nine eleven you could buy in nineteen ninety three. The oh, RS really? America, they gave you less shit, and they charged you less for it. That's perfect. Yeah, that's the one you want. And they're worth more than the turbos now. So yeah, good. Right up my alley. All right. Uh, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. So that's since we're on the topic of which 911 would you tolerate, that would be my choice. All right. Yes, that's a good decision. Oh, speaking of modern cars, I do want the A91 has been spotted in GRMN, guys. Oh, they made a Masters of the Nürburgring. Meisters. Meisters. Yeah, So what this is, it's a Supra, but they've fitted it basically with M2 competition underpinnings, which means it has the better S58 engine, which means this thing's going to make like 500 horsepower now, which who cares. But it also means the better manual transmission, good, which is very good, and uh, better brakes, better suspension. So I already really like this car. I understand it's not a Supra. I still really like this car. Uh, you can see the nice fin differential on Ooh, this yeah, thing. Look it's, at that. Uh, this is a real serious machine. Uh, did, I, did I tell you that I saw the worst spec BMW I've ever seen in my life? No, please tell me. Was it an X4? No, it was a... What, what's the, the small engine 4 series? Uh, right now, the 420... Sorry, the 430 is the base. I think it's a 420. 20 something 428 did exist okay so the 428 yeah in like the metallic blue that they have oh yeah astral blue yeah astral blue uh with a individual interior that was red i really like the color combo and i got closer to it and it was automatic mm-hmm. and x drive i had a loner that was exactly like that once and it was a what? grand coupe it was a four-door four it, series it, this is a collection of really good sounding things in and the then, worst possible way. That engine is. Also, I hate the 4 Series because the 4 Series is too big. It is. Yeah, it's a 3 Series, but worse. And yeah, then no, you, it's a bigger 3 Series. Yeah, but, it's a 2-door 5 Series. Yeah, And they make a 4-door version of the 2-door 4 Series, too. So yeah. it's like, why? Uh, yeah, no, it's just a worse 5 Series. It's, it's a worse 3 Series. It's, it's just bad. It's bad. So, but the thing is, when you hear, yeah, Estoril Blue, individual interior, inline 6 BMW. No, it's 4-zoner. Oh, is that it's, it's the hateful timing chain monster force. Oh god, that's yeah. even worse. Oh yeah, those last like thirty thousand miles. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I thought it was an inline six because it's a two point eight. Four thirty five or four forty. Those okay. are the wow. yeah. yeah. That's even worse. And the name means nothing now. It's correct. The numbers are wow, completely what, irrelevant. What a terrible vehicle. Correct. Yes. That's awful and bad. It's awful. Yes, yeah, so I told you it is the worst spec BMW I've ever seen in my life. 
That's, some, that's pretty bad. I'm pretty sure I had a loner the, in that the exact The fact that somebody got an individual interior on such a shit car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? That just proves to you, Ryan, that you cannot buy taste. No, you can't. That's, you cannot buy taste. Like, what the hell? Like, you go to Pontiac and you're like Grand Am, but you get it with like an ostrich interior. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine if Pontiac had offered an individual program? Oh, it'd be so cursed. Oh, no. It'd be it, so cursed. So I got a Dale Earnhardt jersey interior. <clears throat> it, no, it'd just be like, yeah, I've got my normal like red hairdresser, 97 Grand Am. Cool. I have a cowhide interior. It's black and white. It's they're all Holstein. <laughs> I was gonna say dairy cow interior. Yeah, like, it's I mean like, a Holstein. Oh, like yeah. those are the ones with the little black and white spots on them, like on a Kim's bottle. <laughs> it's embroidered yeah. like Holstein effort. Yeah, the <laughs> <Like> Holstein effort. <laughs> but okay, now that we're talking about this, I don't actually hate it that much. But <laughs> but I mean, like you could see how like yeah. how cursed it would go. Oh, I just God. I was like so just like I was flabbergasted. Oh. I was bamboozled. I was not ready for this with this sort of decision yeah, yeah, in the min- yeah. oh. in the Menards parking lot. Like I just oh. didn't see that coming. Like the, I saw. So this thing is like it, when I when I parked next to it, I'm like, okay, it's a blue four series X drive. Okay, oh, whatever. Yeah. And then I get out of my car. I saw the interior. Go what? Right. Like, <laughs> wow. Up. This looks great. And I walk up. I'm like, okay, weird choice, but like. M- he got the he got the individual interior, so he must be a person of taste and has a manual. Well, especially with that color combo, right? And then I go up and go, what the f- what? Why do you have your mom car? Like, the, <laughs> what the are you doing? Four twenty eight X drive was not offered with a manual here. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. Um, the three twenty eight was. And speaking of terrible spec vehicles, sure. I also, hateful uh, spec anyway. Yeah, hateful spec. The other day saw the worst spec Miata I've ever seen. What generation? It was a NC. Okay. Which is the worst. Objectively the worst Miata. I love the NC, but, but only certain NCs. No, you like your Fiat. Um, Which is effectively an NC. No. Stapled into an ND chassis. Almost all of the Mazda components in that yeah, car are yeah, from an NC. Yeah, but that's the thing is NC driving dynamics in 124 driving dynamics, very different. No, that drives just like an NC club. Um, so, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Club, yeah, you have the oh, luxury yeah, 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 version. No, no. You correct. You have it, that's what I mean. Like it drives. I only want that significantly one. better than the best possible NC is, and you have the luxury version. I sure do. It's the grandpa spec. I love it. Yeah. So this one was a NC Grand Touring, okay. which is oh, already God. a red flag. So it's five thousand pounds. Yeah, and it had heated leather seats. Very good. Uh, it had a Bose stereo. Okay. It had a power retractable hardtop, as NCs do. Mm-hmm. It was an NC, so it was just some do. generally not good. Oof. <clears throat> and then it had a six-speed automatic. automatic transmission. That is not a good car. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> there is, there is <laughs> the odometer only had like four digits on it. I'm like, it's probably the correct amount of miles you want to put on that vehicle. What? <laughs> 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 uh, talk about a car that has like bucked being canceled so many times because it doesn't fit like the the world anymore and it like the only reason it still exists is because it's light because it's small because it's manual because it's affordable mm-hmm. which that nc is none of those things no they made a buick riata oh. into a miata a I got, buick i saw one of those on the road the other day i can yeah, see a buick the crt miata. That's through very cool. the window. I'm like, yes. Well, see, the thing is, the, the Buick Riata, like, that's like nostalgically cool because it was like so terrible and of the era. But like, 
a high spec NC is just like not good in any way. It is just the worst version. Like you have the driving dynamics of a Buick, the build quality of a Mazda. Mm. Which, mm-hmm. Rusty. <laughs> yeah, rusty Ooh. and mostly a Ford. And then yeah, a Ford engine <laughs> while we're at it. Like it's just not mm. that great. But like when you a see so the the Grand Touring or whatever it's called has like ten spoke seventeen inch wheels. Mm-hmm. And I swear in the late two thousands, the way of designating I have the tasteless like up spec version that's targeted at retirees was multi spoke wheels. That's what my car is. Yeah. The 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 Luso still has those wheels. Exactly. Yeah. But like with your car, like again, you still have the Fiat one four turbo. You oh, still, such a good engine. Yeah, that you have an engine that makes a car infinitely better. It is so much more fun. You have a much better body. Like the bodywork looks a hell of a lot better than NC because NC looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes how it looks. That's why there's not even a body kit for the car. It's just, it's <laughs> like, not, yeah, just you go to a, the web link and it just redirects you to the ND. It's just a it's a it's a whole lost cause of a car. <laughs> That's why they just gave up and started over. And then they're not even cheap because like all the people who own them, they they treat them like Plymouth Prowlers, and oh. they all have like less than twenty thousand miles on them. And they're all not desirable, and they're all expensive. They're just not good cars in any way. That like counteracts that just because it's rare doesn't mean it's valuable deal. Yeah, like it's rare because nobody bought it, the but only, somehow it's still valuable. So the only thing that I enjoy about the NC Miata, there is one about the the NC Miata as a whole, is you can get the Club Sport, which is the good one, mm-hmm. and then if you want more power, you can either put in a Mazda Speed Three engine. Or save all of that money and put in a Ford Fusion 2.5. I was going to say, just put in the 2.5. Yep. A Ford Fusion 2.5 would just go in and it's like $300. Plus you can get a cup with a soft top and those are only 2,400 pounds. So it's yeah. only 80 so it's, pounds more than the and then you get Yeah, and then you get the 2.5 liter. And then you actually have kind of a cool car. And the stock engine was still 180 horsepower, so it wasn't terrible. Ooh, not but. with automatic. Oh yeah! Oh, did same thing with the the one twenty four. It's hilarious how much they had to nerf that car yeah, to get an automatic. It was in there. like a hundred and fifty horsepower. Like it was so much. Like one fifty five. I think yeah, there's no room around that gigantic Eisen six speed, so they have to like make the drinking straw exhaust. Uh, no, it was, was actually just for the it trans. was transmission. Yeah. So this huge, heavy transmission is too weak for the full spicy one hundred and eighty horsepower. Apparently, yeah. How the hell does it survive behind the Fiat engine? I think it's the same trans. I, th- I think I think it's it's probably just like reliability, like long term reliability. And Fiat has a shorter warranty period. But like, I think also you know what it could have been. You know what? This is the era in which Sport Compact Car had all their editors like working in the R and D team. Oh, maybe they just nerfed it on purpose. It's <laughs> like. You're not going to notice. Fine, but it's totally fine. <laughs> you really shouldn't buy this. I have to make this because my boss is making me. Why is like, the automatic four seconds to sixty slower? Wow, it's terrible. It's a bad automatic transmission. Maybe we shouldn't make it. <laughs> I don't know. Why is this? Oh, so why do we need to make twenty less horsepower? I just am not faithful with automatic transmissions to survive the warranty period. Eisen says it's okay. Within our testing, we have found that Eisen's 
uh, Eisen's lab results do not correlate to real lived experience. You're just reading the internal memo of the NC development. <laughs> the guy from like sport combat car is just like, I really don't want this fucking thing to exist. This is so dumb. This is so stupid. Sorry, I have Bose stereo. The Bose stereo is actually just a Polk stereo with a Bose like, oh, yeah. sign stapled onto it. Which, let's be real, is better than I, Bose. That is anyway. better than Bose. But, like, I hope that's what I have. It's not like. Um, like with Lexus, when you got a Nakajima stereo, Nakamichi, yeah, Nakamichi. Thank you. Nakajima is an airplane company. It's different. It's and also, Subaru. oh, I'm actually fighting Which, an issue with RES right now, which has the Mark Levinson sound system. Well, that's not not the Nakamichi. It's not the Nakamichi. What happened with yours? Uh, the amp apparently goes bad in every single one of those, and it's different. Oh, I'm glad I don't have that one. Yeah, I'm glad your ES does not have that stereo because the Pioneer amp in yours does not ever fail ever. Yeah, no, it sounds great too. I was like. Mm-hmm. rocking out to the Mortal Kombat soundtrack on the way <laughs> Of here. course you are. Because the Mortal Kombat soundtrack <laughs> is... pretty good. It, you talk about like a soundtrack that's better than the movie. Like Oh! Mm-hmm. like there, There's some movie soundtracks that get like a lot of credit. Like People love the Fast and Furious soundtrack, and people love... The Hacker's soundtrack. The Hacker's soundtrack. Know. Like, Matrix soundtrack. Like, we yes. really should not sleep on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. The theme song is like one of the greatest like theme songs. It song. gets you amped too. It is a great theme song. It's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but like they also had like Sepultura and they had like Tybo Negative and like a bunch of like cool like heavy metal bands. Like, like this is great. It's a perfect- this soundtrack is just the music that I listen to. <clears throat> music so- of my people. Yeah, so like jamming like in Jam's card, I didn't want to take up all of the so- the slots in the CD changer. So I'm like, slot six is mine, and I just put in one CD that accounts for all of my tastes in music. And you know it's good when you can listen to the same disc over and over again, and it doesn't get old. No, I get excited when I get to listen to it. It's tricky, but yeah, once yeah. you nail it, and like six disc changers taught us how to do that. Yeah, you just get like the- you were so limited. You're like, oh, that's so much music. It isn't. No, it's really not. It's not. It, it is not a, like a gigabyte of music. Like even that isn't enough music. You just need to have a streaming service. Correct. That's the correct amount of like, music space. <laughs> it's I want to be able to listen to quite literally any song I want when I want <sighs> at any point in time. The Levinson does support MP3 discs in the dash. It, discs. MP3 CDs, oh so you could God. load up a CD with MP3s and it would play it. But we don't use. Is that. there a car that had a zip drive for the stereo? Probably. Like, I, the, the Toyota Century probably had a zip CD, or a that, zip disc. Uh, that, that'd be slick. That would be kind of cool. Or, like, no, it would be Iomega Click. It would be that terrible little one that oh lasted God, for... yeah. Yeah. It no, would be, be Click. Iomega Click, yeah. Which I, turned into a meme about the drives clicking as they failed. So, fun mm. fact, um, you know, mini discs were a thing in Japan. Huge. 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 Yeah, so, like, in, like... Japanese stereos, like if you get a car yeah. that's imported from Japan, it's got aftermarket stereo. MD slurps. It's more weird. likely to get a mini disc player than you are a CD player. And actually, so much better. Yep. So the reason is in Japan is they were easier to live with because you had limited space to live with, and you already had the twelve-inch record. Why would you not just take a CD that's this big? And it was durable, and it was still digital audio, so it was better sound quality. And then yeah. you would also just rent the song that you want to listen to. So if you wanted to get like a single from, yeah, you say you would just rent it from and then play it until you hate it. Yeah, basically return it. Yeah. You just return it. It's like blockbuster (laughs) for music discs. Yeah. That's exactly how Japan treated that. It's just a la carte radio. Yeah. And I I thought, I I thought that was like super clever. And, um, I want a mini disc head unit now. 
Yeah, no, you can find them. A lot of people that are have no taste rip them out of their cars. I hate so that. So you can you can actually find them. The Ferrari and needs one of those. So the best part about the mean disc head unit players uh, for uh, Japanese vehicles is Japanese radio frequencies stop at ninety two megahertz. Okay. Which is perfect because that accompanies. Get NPR. Yes, that's all I listen to. There's not a single radio station, all of Minnesota, over ninety-two that I want to listen to. I don't want to listen to KQRS. I don't want to listen to classic rock. I don't want to listen to KS ninety-five. I don't even know what's on there anymore. Cities ninety-seven. Well, Stacy are gone, so I'm done. Yeah, like Cities ninety-seven is now just the current with commercials, <laughs> and like Radio K is fine, but Radio K, I'm pretty sure has a pre. It, they've got two channels, so it's, they're ninety point three. So yeah. No, Radio K is they have their one hundred point seven and ninety point three sure. yep. uh, channels, so I'm fine. I can listen to jazz music on eighty eight point five. I can listen to the current. I can listen. I'm trying to think. Uh, KMOJ is also accounted for, so I can listen. To, I can listen to rap music if I want. Like it's great. Like that's the way you want to do it. I, there's nothing that I want to listen to above ninety two megahertz. I can listen to nothing in Brexit because it's from the UK and the radio spectrum stops at like eighty seven. Oof. Yeah, I need to probably do something about that. Japanese stereo. Well, I should probably just put a factory radio, which I have like 40 of in that car. Oh, I need to take a photo of Rex. We were talking about... Well, it's right downstairs. I know. We were talking about ridiculous E30 wagons at work, and I'm like, oh, my friend's got one. Uh, I've made it terrible. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, you, it, it came that way. Oh, you see, you put that engine in, didn't you? Yes. I okay. quadrupled the horsepower and changed nothing else, and it's bad, it's bad now. No, it's good. Well, I, you the don't longer I wait... It. The you longer didn't. I wait, the more I'm like, I should just, like, figure out, like, I need to get the 325 lower air dam, which has holes in it for cooling, because yeah. that's a non-AC 318s. Like, all that shit was blocked off from the factory. That's probably And, like, a hot. turbo S52 is running hot. What's, um, what, what's the uh, fuel, air-fuel ratio you're running at, too? Whatever the base tune on the OBD-1 Miller War setup is? I don't know. I do have an AFR gauge. It's, pr- it's probably fat. Yeah, you're probably probably running really lean. No, 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 it's not lean. It runs not, way oh, fat. Okay, so you're not adding additional heat because of that. Huh. No, no, no. It it runs hot, just cruising, doing whatever, just existing. I barely ever hit boost, only just to like put people in their place. Yeah, it just runs hot. Just I put a existing. four inch thick intercooler in front of the radiator, and it already didn't have any airflow, so I have to run the puller all the time. Yep, that's. That is why. So if I keep that car as is, it will get an air-to-water intercooler, and then I'll just put a heat exchanger somewhere where it can breathe. That's a good decision. Cool. Yep. All right. All right. Cool. Well, all right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.